Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Namihi nui. I'm Alison Balance, and welcome to this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ. We heard from scientist Trevor Worthy last week. He was concerned about news of a proposed restructure at Te Papa, especially the impact this might have on the museum's biological collections, which are a national treasure. Te Papa has just announced it is going to undertake an independent international review into its collections before it makes any decisions. And in light of that, we catch up with Director of Strategy and Performance at Te Papa, Dean Peterson. Obviously, we're going to continue on with the natural history collections. It's really an important part of what we have here at Papa. If you're asking about what we're doing with the uh, collection managers involved in natural history and the conservators, we're actually putting our decision on hold, and we're going to go into a, a review of that. So the press statement that I've seen says the museum will proceed with bringing its collection managers and conservators into a single collections care team, so you're going ahead with that. Do you know yet whether that will have any impact on the numbers of staff? We don't at this point. Yes, we are putting the two teams together as one unit. In fact, that's done by quite a few museums around the world, so this isn't earth-shattering in that regard. The numbers, we are in a in a position now where we're... we're looking at how we're going to care for the collections in the best way possible, and we're going to come out with an answer from that once we've, uh, once we've done this review. Can you tell me a little more about the review that you're going to initiate? Yeah, so there's actually two pieces to it. Um, the first is an internal review, and we're looking at the collection managers and the, and the conservators, as I've mentioned, looking at their roles, their accountabilities, how they're connected, just the standards of collection care that we do now and maybe how we should move into the future with that. We're also going to look at benchmarking uh, to Papa against other other museums around the world. So this will be an international benchmarking done internally. We're also, we've been asked by the board, the board is commissioning a external or international expert review panel that will look at just how we go about working on our, in, in particular, our natural history collections. So that'll be done by an independent international panel. Do you know yet what the terms of reference for that review might be, who's going to set them, and will those international review members consult with the New Zealand and overseas users of the collection, i.e. people like Trevor Worthy who've been raising concerns about the future of the collections? I don't have all that information yet. We're right at the beginning of putting this together. Terms of reference-wise, we haven't haven't nailed those down. We don't have the members, um, you know, selected yet. We've got a number of people that have been suggested for this, which all look really good. They're all connected, obviously, to uh, science related to natural history collections. So that's that's happening. But I can't really go into much more detail yet on that. One of the things that's been discussed in the media in the last couple of weeks is the idea of moving some or all of the natural history collections to South Auckland. Is that still on the table? It's still something that we're, we're looking at uh, in terms of how and when. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of interaction that has to happen before we even come close to that. And we're probably looking, you know, even if we were able to push the button today, it's a, it's a five-year horizon um, type, of, type of situation. So we're a long ways from, from doing anything with that. And we have, we have no direct uh, 
confirmation on any level, really, from government on moving that. What would be the reason from moving them from their present site in Wellington? There's a couple of reasons there. Obviously, the seismic risk reason. Uh, also, accessibility. So, obviously, if you're in Wellington, you can you can access collections quite uh, quite heavily. But in a higher population area, uh, it kind of makes sense. The accessibility will also increase. What's the seismic rating of both Tapapa's main building and the satellite natural history collections building in Tory Street? Uh, I don't have that info on me, but I know Tapapa's main building obviously was put on ground-based isolators and that very high code. Uh, Tory Street facility is also very high code. Trevor Worthy last week speaking on Our Changing World was concerned about potential damage during the move to the more than a million specimens I think you have in the natural history collections, is it worth the risk of trying to move them? Well, the other part that you, that you need to realise here is what we've done in the natural history in the taxonomic collections as a nation is we've, we've taken into account a number of different collections around the country and mitigate, mitigated against quite a bit of this risk with keeping the collections in different zones. And we would we would continue to do that. So we aren't we would never move all of the taxonomic collections up to Auckland because then we would be putting, you know, all our eggs in one basket, so to speak, with some of those collections. So there's a large amount of work that has to be done, what moves and what doesn't, and what impacts that would have on other existing collections around the other 27 institutes within New Zealand that have taxonomic collections. Are you still considering splitting the collections? I know that Te Papa CEO, Geraint Martin, mentioned in an interview with Catherine Ryan on RNZ that there was discussion with Niwa about them taking the fish collection, perhaps? We're talking with Niwa about how we could better collaborate together. They wouldn't be taking our collection at all. In fact, what we're looking at there is having a joint facility where we both have our collections. The two collections we're talking about there that could be joined up, which would make a lot of sense, is Niwa's marine invertebrate collection, which is uh, around 300,000 collection items and our large marine vertebrate collection. So having that collection in one zone with the proper experts from Tapapa and the proper experts from Niwa makes a lot of sense. I'm interested in that idea of taking a national perspective because back in 2015 the Royal Society Te Aparanga produced an expert report on national taxonomic collections in New Zealand and one of the points they raised on which is on page 49 of the report, was the vulnerability of national-scale interest to individual institution decisions. And they raised the point of Te Papa back in 2013-14, first having that idea of moving to some off-site storage in Auckland. You may not be aware of this, but I'm the chair of the National uh, Systematics and Taxonomic Collections Working Group, which has come about from that report, actually, as part of the coordination of all of the collections around around the country. Um, and so we are absolutely taking that into account. And that's that's why we wouldn't be moving our full collections anywhere, um, because, for instance, if there is a large insect collection up in the Auckland area, we wouldn't want to move all of our insect collection up there also. Trevor Worthy was also concerned about the lack of consultation with outside experts so far, who he says are the main users of the Taipapa collections. Are you planning to consult with them as part of this review? Yes, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's part of the reason we're, we're drawing back on this. I think 
Not all uh, organizations, when they go through a change process, when they send out their proposal, take the comments back into consideration. We've done that, I think, in a really, really good way. And what's come out of that is obviously we need to step back one stage and do this analysis before we uh, before we do anything further. One of Trevor's big points too was the the expertise associated with the collection. So he made the point a number of times that the collections really need to be looked after by people who are experts in the field who understand the collection so that the collections can continue to be a living and growing thing. Yes, I totally agree with that. That's very important. And I think one thing that's come across loud and clear with our uh, comments from from staff and, and also external uh, individuals is they absolutely care for these collections. It's been a bit emotional, but I think you know that the good the good side of that emotion, of course, is the is the degree of care and the and the amount of goodwill that's out there to to keep these collections in their pristine shape. Thanks, Dean. That was Dean Peterson from Te Papa. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast first aired on RNZ National on the second of August, twenty eighteen. If you'd like to listen to this story again check out the photos or find more stories to listen to, then you'll find lots to tickle your fancy at rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. You can sign up for our weekly email newsletter there too and find our contact details. We are available on the RNZ app and we are RNZ Our Changing World on your favourite podcast provider. You'll find plenty of other RNZ podcasts there too. We post links to all our stories on Twitter and Facebook where we are RNZ Science. Thanks for listening. It's always lovely to have you there. Ciao for now. Matewa. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.